here we are on the verge of marking yet another anniversary of the September 11th attacks on America. Many of us lost friends, colleagues, and loved ones that day. Others still suffer enduring scars, both physical and mental, which are constant reminders of the acts of cowardice that altered our nation's fiber, stripped us of so very many of our freedoms, and forever changed our perceptions of the American way of life. Many of you listening were too young to remember what happened that day, and far too many who vowed they would never forget have done just that. Aside from those who witnessed the events firsthand, and the families of those loved ones who were killed and maimed that day, it seems our collective memories, like bumper sticker platitudes, have all but faded away. My production team and I have been digging through what's left of the archives of that day to bring you a, well, let's just say, not-so-subtle reminder. It's a short audio documentary we're calling Innocence Lost, The Day Time Stood Still. I encourage you to share it with your friends and with your children and your children's children in the years to come. Let it serve as a record of truth which has all but been eroded in our current era of censorship and political correctness. But I warn you, this piece is raw, real, filled with emotion, and completely uncensored. Like much of life, it's not for the faint of heart. So listener discretion is advised. And now, Counterthink Media, in cooperation with Gun For Hire Radio, presents Innocence Lost. The day time stood still. Miles and miles of sunshine today, nice as it can be across the northeast. Uh, rough seas still uh, from, uh, uh, from the chop from that hurricane, but other than that, it's kind of quiet around the country. We like quiet. It's quiet. It's too quiet. Around 8.45 a.m., the people along the west side of Manhattan heard a piercing whine of a jumbo jet making its way down the Hudson River. Those who witnessed the scene instinctively realized everything about it was wrong. Heading down an airway normally reserved for northbound VFR traffic, it was much too big, traveling much too fast, and much too low. Nearly 500 miles per hour, at an altitude of just 900 feet, more than twice the speed permitted for an aircraft flying that low. It took less than 90 seconds for American Flight 11 to travel the entire length of the island of Manhattan. A little after 8.46 a.m., the huge aircraft weighing 283,600 pounds traveling at 465 miles per hour, carrying approximately 10,000 gallons of fuel, flashed across the remaining 20 blocks from Canal Street to the World Trade Center. And tore through the massive North Tower between the 93rd and 99th floors, killing all on board and wreaking incomprehensible carnage across the six whole floors of the building. I heard the bang. 
I thought it was thunder or something. He goes, look outside. I looked outside. I said, holy, it looks like a plane hit it or something. Battalion Chief Pfeiffer made the first official report. We have a number of floors on fire. It looked like the plane was aiming towards the building. Transmit a third alarm. We'll have the staging area at Vesey and West Street. As we swung around in front of World Train, my mind tells me, wow, this is, this is bad. The impact severs 47 of the building's critical perimeter support columns and damages another two. Rivers of burning jet fuel pour out of the severed wings down the elevator shafts to the floor below, incinerating anything and anyone caught in its path. Smoke, fire, and wreckage, cutting off all escape routes for those in or above the impact zone. Although all the levels were designed to be smoke and fire resistant, blindingly thick plumes of acrid smoke ripped their way through the remaining upper floors in minutes, making it almost impossible for those trapped inside to see or breathe. Witnesses on the upper floor of the South Tower were stunned to see a wall of flames burst through the windows of the North Tower less than 130 feet away followed by a shower of disintegrating desks, files, computers, airplane parts, and burning bodies. If you were in the floors below, you saw the ceilings cave in. You saw the glint of the airplane as it impacted the building, and you felt the shockwaves ripple through the building as it physically moved off axis, swaying over 20 feet in each direction. Close to the impact zone, there were people who lived for long, horrific minutes as they sought refuge from the smoke and flames and scorching heat. Many, in the last few moments of their lives, had the presence of mind to phone their loved ones or made desperate calls for help that would never come. Good morning, have a good day. Hi, what's your name again, please? A6 oh, I'm on the 83rd floor. I'm on the 83rd floor. A6 Lawn Five. A6 Lawn Five. Yeah, the world's right. There's someone having difficulty breathing on the 83rd floor. Okay, ma'am, how are you doing? Is, it, is, it, is, are they going to be able to get somebody up here? Well, of course, ma'am. We're coming up to you. Well, there's no one here yet, and the floor is completely engulfed. We're on the floor, and we can't breathe. Okay. And it's very, very, very it's very, is it, are the lights still on? The lights are on, but it's very hot. Ma'am, ma'am. Thank very you. hot. We're all the way on the other side of Liberty, and it's very, very hot. Are your lights, did you turn the lights off? No. No, the lights are off. Okay, good. It's how many people where you're at right now? There's like five people here with me. All up on the 83rd floor. 83rd floor. Everybody's having trouble breathing? Everybody's having trouble breathing. Some people are worse. And some people are unconscious. Everybody's awake. No fire for now, and no smoke, right? No smoke, right? Of course there's smoke! Ma'am, ma'am, you have to stay calm. There is smoke! I okay. can't breathe! Okay, you stay calm with me, okay? I understand I you. think there is fire because it's very hot. Okay. It, it's very hot everywhere on the floor. Okay. I know you don't see it, and I know, but we, I'm going to document, I'm documenting what you say, okay? And it's very hot. I see no fire, but you see smoke, right? It's very hot. I see, I don't, 
Okay. I don't want to see By 8.55, an army of firemen, police, emergency service personnel, and government officials, including the mayor himself, were rushing to the scene in Lower Manhattan. They were followed by another army, of almost equal size, of television news crews, cameramen, photographers, and reporters as the apparatus of the largest media operation in the world focused their attention on the events unfolding in a small 16-acre plot of ground in the largest city in America. At 9.02 a.m., little more than 15 minutes after the initial attack, while millions of people in the New York metropolitan region and tens of millions of television viewers across the world were staring intently at the smoldering icon of the New York skyline. A dark shape appeared over the skyline of New Jersey and came hurtling across the Statue of Liberty in the Upper Bay. Freelance cameraman Steve Vigilante captured those astounding next few moments on tape. Holy shit, Martin. No! That's the other building. That's terrorist. Other building? That's terrorist, bro. That's fucking terrorist. Holy shit. Oh, my God. That's terrorist, bro. According to Seismic Records, at precisely 9.02.54, as millions watched, United 175 slammed into the South Tower, cutting a swath through floors 77 to 85 of the 110-story building instantly killing all on board, and over a hundred more inside as it tore its way through. By then, the first teams of firefighters and emergency workers had already arrived at the base of the North Tower, where they were greeted by a scene of horror and devastation that defied the imagination. On the Austin-Tobin Plaza, there were burning corpses everywhere, the mangled bodies of men and women that had already fallen or jumped from the upper floors of the building, and the charred remains of the passengers of Flight 11, some still belted in their seats. 1,000 feet above, in the upper reaches of the towers themselves, there was a clearly marked delineation between life and death. In the North Tower, the plane struck in the center, 
and because the burning jet fuel went immediately down the shafts, it created a more intense and fiercely smoky fire. Those trapped on the floors above were cut off from any hope of escape. And because they had nowhere to go, people broke out windows, desperate to get air. People were stacked four and five high, hanging out of the windows, just trying to breathe. Others, having already climbed out of the windows, clung to each other and to the metal on the outside of the building. And then, one by one, to the absolute horror of those looking on, they began to fall and jump to their deaths. About 15 minutes ago, bodies started dropping from the top floors of the uh, tower closest to the highway. And uh, it, was, it was absolutely terrible. Obviously, they had two choices, to be burned into, in flames or to uh, leap and end it all. By 9.30 a.m. Eastern Daylight Time, ordinary life in New York City had all but ceased as millions of New Yorkers and billions more around the world looked on in shock and disbelief. But the horrors of that day were nowhere close to being over. The World Trade Center, tower number one, is on fire. The whole outside of the building was just in every available ambulance. The World Trade Center, now. And a person comes running into the office uh, saying explosion, explosion, explosion. His skin was pulled all from his armpits all the way to the top of the fingertips and pieces missing off his face. He says he's at the 105th floor at One World Trade Center. I am on the 100th floor of the World Trade Center with 30 people, northeast corner. Okay, you, let me get to, you at 100 first, 100th floor? 100th floor, northeast, 30 people in the corner. The smoke is very bad. Message number 51 concludes 0800 hours, 56 minutes and 12 seconds. American 11, climbing, table level 350. American 11, Boston. Earth 7, Mike Lima, how do you hear? Mike Lima, has you loud and clear? American 11, Boston. Okay, my name is Betty Ong. I'm number 3 on flight 11. Okay. Um, the cockpit's not answering. Somebody's stabbed in business class. And um, I think there's mace that we can't breathe. I don't know. I think we're getting hijacked. American 11, if you hear Boston Center, I den, please, or acknowledge. American 11, Boston. American 11, if you hear Boston Center, I den. I just weapon, Sergeant Powell. Hi, right, Boston Center Team U. We have a problem here. We have a hijacked aircraft headed towards New York, and we need you guys to, we need someone to scramble some F-16s or something up there to help us out. Is this, is this real world or exercise? No, this is not an exercise manifest. Okay, I think we need to scramble Langley right now, and I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to take the fighters from Otis and try to chase this guy down if I can find him. Foxy, scramble Langley, head towards the Washington area. Approach. Hey, this is Dulles Approach Control. We're tracking a fast-moving primary heading towards the White House. The White House has been advised. All right, I'll tell them. Okay, I'll keep you advised. 
Crystal City, just north of Crystal City. Uh, just to the north of your town. Just please. Give that. Do you hear me? Yeah, stop all the parchers. Stop all. Yeah, went in the Pentagon. Looks like it went in the Pentagon. we have is of a fire okay, and smoke at the Pentagon. United 93, wind 3307, runway 4 left, clear for takeoff. Clear for takeoff, 4 left, United 93. United 93, that traffic to you is 1 o'clock, 12 miles eastbound, 370. Negative contact, we're looking at United 93. Somebody call Cleveland. United 93, verify 350. United 93, verify your incredible uh, 350. United 93, Cleveland. United 93, Cleveland. Alpha Flynn, um, I only have a minute. I'm on United 93 and it's been hijacked uh, by terrorists who say they have a bomb. Apparently they uh, have flown a couple of planes into the World Trade Center already and it looks like they're going to take this one down as well. Mostly I just wanted to say I love you and I'm going to miss you. <laughs> United 1523, did you hear your company, uh, did you hear uh, some interference on the frequency here uh, a couple of minutes ago, screaming? Yes, I did, 797, and uh, I, we couldn't tell what it was either. Okay. United 93, Cleveland, if you hear the center, right then. American 1060, you heard that also? Yes, sir, twice. Roger, we heard that also, thanks. I just wanted to confirm it wasn't some interference. Okay, we're just trying to figure out what's going on. Hey, I'm here. They got the piece to dock. Keep remaining sitting. We have a ball board. So it's there. Was that United 93? Yeah, that transmission he said was unreasonable. It sounded like someone said they have a bomb on board. That's what we thought. We just, uh, we, we, just, we didn't get it clear. Do you see any, uh, activity uh, on your right side, smoke or anything like that? Yeah, we do have a smoke puff now at about, uh, oh, probably 2 o'clock. It appears to be just a uh, dark cloud, like a puff of black smoke. Receiving report of a 757, 15 miles southwest of the airport with a terroristic device on board. Street chief, uh, they're advising the plane went down in the Shanksville area. Another plane has crashed this one about 80 miles south of Pittsburgh. 
These are the first pictures we have in. Uh, this is from Somerset County, Pennsylvania. This is where the United Airlines Flight 93, this was a Boeing 757 bound from Newark, New Jersey to San Francisco. It crashed in Somerset County, Pennsylvania near the town of Shanksville. South of Pittsburgh, we are told about 80 miles outside of Pittsburgh. Noise coming from it, but the engines were running. Um, I then saw the plane coming down at almost a 90 degree angle, maybe an 80 degree angle. And the next thing I saw was a big fireball and smoke. When it come down over top of me, I seen it go nosedive straight into the ground down here. We heard this noise in the sky. My friend and I looked up and uh, said, what's that? And uh, just going over, basically over our uh, horizon of the hill was this plane. It was completely upside down is what it was. Uh, the tail fin was down and it was going in at a sharp ascent, probably more than a 45 degree angle, closer to a 90 degree angle. Next thing was over the horizon, there was a big huge fireball. But well, I'd say at least four or five hundred feet in the air, fireball. The debris here is spread over a three to four mile radius, which has now been completely sealed off and is being treated, according to the FBI, as a crime scene. This is one of those cases where the pictures really do tell the story that sort of the most horrifying aspect of this particular crash scene is how little debris is visible. There is a large crater in the ground. That's really all you see is a large crater in the ground and, and just tiny, tiny bits of debris. There's been at least one report that the uh, investigators out there, and there are hundreds of them, as I said tonight, um, have found nothing larger than a phone book. When I took the call over, there was a soft-spoken, calm gentleman on the other end. He told me that there's three people that have taken over the flight. At that point, I asked him his name. He told me, Todd Beamer. He was from Cranberry, New Jersey. I wanted him to think that he still had a chance. I didn't want him to feel like it was just totally hopeless and he definitely didn't have a choice and he knew he was going to die. I didn't want him to have that feeling. I felt that he knew at that time because he had said, oh, Jesus, help us. And then he said, Lisa, would you recite the Lord's Prayer with me? And I knew that he knew at that time that it wasn't much left for him to do. They're all heroes in my eyes. They really are. They all pitched together, and they did what they thought was the best thing to do at that time. And um, I feel that Todd played a great role in that because when he told the guys, are you ready, I assumed that they were waiting on his cue. Then they responded to him, and he said, okay, let's roll. from behind the Second Amendment Iron Curtain in the shadows of the New York City skyline. This is Gun For Hire Radio, the voice of one million New Jersey gun owners with your hosts, Sandy Berardi and Master Firearms Trainer, Anthony Calandra. Live from the land that freedom forgot, the most listened Second Amendment broadcast in the nation. Welcome to it. September 11th, again. Again. Lest we forget. 
Yep. And it seems like we've we drifted have. so far <laughs> oh from there. You yeah. Know, uh, so, you know, we do something at the range every year, do the silence when the first plane hit, and uh, we close a port and we hang a flag that has the, all the names of everybody on it. And I'm sure a lot of our new listeners now, since Carrie launched, probably listened to it this year. I hope you listened to the whole thing in its entirety, and I hope you got emotional, and I hope you got pissed off because it was a first time probably since World War II or Korea where this this country has shown unity regardless of uh, communist roots, capitalist roots, or whatever it may be. For about a week and a half. Yeah, it lasted for about a week and a half. So, But to the families and everybody that are still suffering and all of us today, you know, uh, just a little bit of silence there. 22 uh, years. Can you can you even yeah, fathom that? No, no. It seems like yesterday. It, it really does. It doesn't. Yeah. Seems like yesterday. I was in Sequoia's. Me, Matt, and Richie. We saw the the plane hit. Yeah. Uh, you know, Matt, Richie, and I have been together uh, over thirty years. Richie started as an intern, working with me when he was eighteen. He's in his fifties now. And uh, Matt graduated um, Pratt School of Design, twenty-two years old, and started working with me in the promotional advertising business. And they've been with me forever. And a lot of people know already. They're both minority partners and. Uh, I dodged a, a huge bullet uh, last week, this week. I just want to thank my dentist, uh, Dr. Arace in West Orange. I want to thank uh, the oral surgeon, who's a platinum member of the range, uh, Dr. William Renucci from Montclair. And, of course, I want to thank Dr. Joseph Sambatero, my concierge medicine uh, doctor. And uh, everything came back uh, negative, so I'm happy. Uh, for all of you out there, don't smoke. Uh, I, I smoked for a short period. I smoked for 48 years. <laughs> I started smoking non-filtered cigarettes at 12 years old. And at 26 years old, I switched to cigars. And 60, when I had my first heart thumpity thump, I quit smoking cigars. And I uh, haven't smoked since. But as we get older, uh, the effects of abusing your body for half a century start to rear its ugly head. Yes, they do. On another note, uh, Richie, who's been with uh, me forever... Uh, went and had a checkup done, and they found something, and he's having a uh, surgery procedure this Wednesday, and it looks like everything is going to be okay. So a little prayer and thoughts for Rich, who's been running uh, finance and operations, et cetera, at Gun for Hire since he was a wee lad <laughs> of 18 years old. He weighed about 63 pounds. You know, we brought him into the promotional advertising company, Sandy, at the time, 32 years ago, to help us out with these newfangled things called computers. <laughs> oh, my God. My, how times uh, have changed. Just okay, yes. We were trying to get the finances, the balance sheet, like a QuickBooks type thing, whatever it was called back Make then. Make that all work. I don't remember, <laughs> yeah. Talk about, talk about time. You know, we all know that the uh, Uniparty, they don't want to give up their power, right? Uh, they're all starting to approach their 90s. Feinstein is 90. They wheel her out mummified, and they lift their hand up to vote aye or nay or whatever. So Pelosi now, at 83 years old, is going to run again because she wants to run so oh, she can have two on. more years of legal insider trading. Oh, yeah. Right? Right. Let's face of course, it. Right? Exactly this is right, all she right. wants. She can't want. give up the power and control. No. No. All right. She cannot give up the power <clears throat> and control. So here she goes. She's running again. So she'll be 86 years old when she finishes her term. And uh, because they all of these people made deals with the devil and they can't give it up. 
because yeah. they'll either expose them or all of their friends and family members. They'll all lose right. their sweetheart deals and contracts, et exactly cetera, right. et cetera, yep. because they're not valuable anymore. Yep. But this is what I, 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 I'm observing across the spectrum with Republicans and Democrats. And it's also one of the reasons why Trump is so hated. Nobody's trying to fix any of the problems in this country. The first tier, all they're trying to do is have enough power and enough money and enough control so that the problems don't apply to them. Right. Uh, right. Or right. Is that no, what it comes down to? Actually, exactly what it comes down to. Yeah. <clears throat> exactly They're, what it comes down to. They don't care about us. Yeah. You know, they really don't care about the second tier, the illegals or criminals. They're using them yeah. to continue to pad their own pockets. Like we talked about years and years ago, one of the ba basic tenets of marketing, and what is politics other than marketing, mm -hmm. is you need to have a boogeyman. Correct. You know, the anti-gunners need the NRA. The NRA needs the anti-gunners. And it's true about everything else. I, and you, you're always going to have the politicians who need that criminal class to frighten the crap out of you. Mm -hmm. They need mm -hmm. the pandemics. They need the epidemics. They need all these things. They need cancer to be there. Uh, otherwise, you would go about a happy life. And we can't have that. No, they don't want that. They don't, they don't want that. So it's all about power and control, as we know. They don't care about us. They're just building their bank accounts. They're building their brand. They're building their security, whatever, whatever they have to do. You know, uh, you remember a short time ago, our horse's ass of a governor uh, during a, what they considered a health emergency during COVID basically suspended the Constitution, said the Bill of Rights was above his pay grade and used that emergency of COVID. Remember, gun stores and gun ranges yep. had to remain closed because we were non-essential. Non-essential. Because yep. he gets to decide who what's essential right. and what's non-essential. Well. The the governor of New Mexico, a female, she just declared the First and Second Amendment does not exist due to an emergency. And she says that all rights are essentially eliminated. She, because crime is so high in a couple of cities in New Mexico, which I had no idea of, by the way, she suspended carry, open and concealed <laughs> carry for law-abiding citizens. What upside-down order is this? On, under a public health order? Yeah, today I issued, this is Governor Michelle Grisham. Today I issued a 30-day ban on the open and concealed carry of guns in Albuquerque and Bernalillo County. Oh Gun God. violence is killing between two and three children every month in New Mexico. Every single one of these deaths is unconscionable and must stop. Not one of these children that was killed was killed by a law-abiding carry permit holder no in new mexico but you're going to stop them from carrying and protecting okay. their lives and their families and give a full open ticket to the uh to the criminal. now the criminals know i can go to albuquerque yes. and bernillo county right. i can do whatever i want nobody's allowed to carry My guns God, these people are just so she gets dead. she gets the horse's ass award but listen to what she said she said that her duty to up her, uphold her oath to the Constitution is not absolute. She swore an oath to the Constitution oh to uphold the Constitution. This jackass, like Governor Murphy, Sandy, is this not true? What happens in New Jersey doesn't stay in New Jersey? Absolutely. We've if said we that for 15 years. 
we, we have gangbangers and criminals killing innocent people, so we're going to ban the carry of guns for innocent people under this emergency, and because the, the upholding the Constitution is not absolute. You were specifically voted into office to uphold the Constitution. That's your only job. Unbelievable. This is basically a publicity stunt. You know, she knows she can't be tried for this because she's protected under the 11th Amendment. Yeah, okay? see, that's the She problem. can't be sued for, for mon problem. monetary damages. Yeah. Okay? So she gets to issue this unconstitutional order. The liberal media outlets talk about her. So she's, again, building her brand. Bloomberg will cut her a big fat check. Every town for gun safety will yeah. give her an award or something. But we all know all she did was go after law-abiding citizens. Again, not touching the criminals, just like when they closed us down. Murphy closed us down. H how did this have anything to do? Uh, tattoo parlors, massage parlors could be open, but gun <laughs> stores and gun ranges can't be open under national emergency, state emergency, medical emergency. Et During cetera, a medical et cetera, emergency, et to have tattoo parlors and massage parlors opening is just perfect. Well, they did the same nail salons thing. Too. Yeah, nail salons. Don't you remember? Well, you probably don't remember, but the the thing that ired us uh, back in the AIDS days was everybody knew that AIDS was being spread. I mean, everybody, I'm talking about people in the public health medicine, medical community, knew that AIDS was being transmitted in gay bathhouses. But they kept the gay bathhouses open because the politics of it was too bad. So nobody gave a shit about actual health care. They gave a shit about politics. Isn't it the same thing? Yep, same thing. Same thing, same thing, same thing. It's always the same. They're ignorant. Meanwhile, meanwhile, while Murphy was attacking us and going on Tucker Carlson and saying all this, right, the Department of Justice, which is Democrat, right, they're yeah. his boys, right, they just came out with a report that the veterans' homes in Paramus and Menlo Park the state of New Jersey supplied them with unconstitutionally deficient care and hundreds of elderly veterans died during COVID in New Jersey because of Murphy and Judy Persichelli or whatever her name was during the COVID time, Sandy. They put COVID positive patients into nursing homes, forced COVID positive patients into nursing homes. I remember when I got, my wife is a gerontologist, so I got the phone call from my wife saying, they're forcing uh, COVID positive patients into nursing homes down here. And I said, tell the doctors to stand, lay, barricade, do whatever they can who are in charge of those nursing homes to not allow that. It's like shooting fish in a barrel. And she said, the state is threatening their licenses if they don't allow it. So, mm -hmm. of course, they cave. Mm -hmm. So the, the Department of Justice, in a damning report, oh, by the way, over 200 elderly veterans who sacrificed themselves for our country, for our freedom, were treated like shit. Like, again, because they're third tier. Yep. Okay. If this was illegals, it'd be different. I'm going to get into that in a little bit. But anyway... Uh, basically forcing COVID positive, like you said, the Department of Justice, the Biden administration's Department of Justice that Murphy is he lathers their asses all the time. They are still waiting for Governor Murphy's independent review that they were promised two years ago. 
that the state of New Jersey was going to have an independent review by, of what happened and how they all got infected and died. <laughs> Meanwhile, the DOG, DOJ stepped in and in six months did a report and came out and told the Murphy administration they were deficient and shit at it. And this is this is they're in the same party. Could you imagine if it was Republicans oh that were running a state God. and this happened? We'd find out more of the real truth. How much have they how much have they hidden protecting the Murphy administration? This is criminality here. This okay. is just, if they're admitting to this, you know damn well that this is just the tip of the iceberg, uh, that there's so much more that's in the uh, behind door number two that they're never going to open. This, this jackass that comes out and, and, and tries to talk down to us yeah. and is telling parents have no right to their children in the state of New Jersey and how we should run things. And he calls us knuckleheads and everything. Meanwhile, where's his independent review? Believe me, zero <laughs> accountability, zero accountability. New Jersey, I tell you, you people, we, you know what? We get what we deserve, what we vote for, okay? And you know what? He won. He won by a, a tight margin over Chitterelli. Chitterelli wasn't the greatest candidate anyway, but, but this is what people want. Free shit over freedom. This is what you get. So unfortunately, a lot of grandpas and some grandmas, they died. A lot of staff died too, Sandy. Yes, Over they 200 did. people. Yes, they did. In Menlo Park in Paramus, yeah. okay? What else What else did they cover up? You know, Cuomo did the same thing. Absolutely. Remember, nobody used the Navy hospital no. because the insurance companies were getting giving kickbacks to the politicians. And like I said, it's all about self-enrichment. It's all about self They made money. And they protected themselves from COVID. Damn the veterans that died and the families that had to suffer that for months couldn't go visit their ailing family members. Even be with uh, their family members while their family members died. Unbelievable. But a lot of people, you hit it right on the head. A lot of people made a whole lot of money yep. during COVID. And, and it's typical that it happens. It's the same with war. The never-ending war. That's the why you never have neocons. Ending, you know, this is exactly right. Exactly right. That's why you have neocons. They, they're, we're, they're, we're, I mean, listen, we're in a proxy war with Russia right now. Okay, we're in Soon a proxy to be war in with a Russia hot now. War, which yeah, is it's going to turn into a hot war because the, the, the neocons and the military-industrial complex wants it. It will also change the focus away from the president meat popsicle. It'll also change what they really want more than anything else is to uh, digitize the currency around the world. Yep. So, so you know, you, you need more proof that you're the third tier out there. New York City, school started last week. Every citizen of the five boroughs of New York, children had to go to school with proof of vaccination or they would not be allowed to start school. The 28,000 illegals that started school the same day did not need to be vaccinated. I can't even comment because... Okay. Yeah. They did not have to be vaccinated. But your kids had to be vaccinated. And you want to know something? These people in New York, you deserve this. You deserve this because you voted like 80% for Biden. And you voted for like 80% for Adams. Right? So they don't need... They don't need the vaccine. And guess what else? The Department of Education in New York sent a two-paragraph letter to all the teachers with misspellings in it, Sandy, saying due to budgetary reasons, we don't have enough money 
for school supplies for all the kids, would it be possible for you to personally buy school supplies for the illegals so they can attend class and make a better life for themselves in this country? Well, you know what I heard just this morning, which really pissed me off, is the average Social Security payment is $1,400. $1,400, yes. When an illegal comes across the border, they're granted $2,200 per month per person. My parents get $1,800 a month. They both worked all their life. That's their All their life. And they, come, and they paid into the system. And, uh, well, Nancy Pelosi gets the same, you know, amount. Oh, yeah. So, and Joe Biden, he's collecting Social Security. That should make you feel good. Um, I mean, it's just unbelievable when we start. And the amount of money we're sending over to Ukraine, the most corrupt government in the world, it's disappearing by the billions. And here we can't. If you were to take that money and put it toward cancer research, what could we really do with that money? How about fix some bridges? How about how about take no. care of the people who are in um, areas like Detroit around uh, the lake that is so polluted with a with a with a uh, a water system that's undrinkable? How about fixing some of our internal nope. problems? Nope. It's always America last. Yep, and it's our freaking tax money. You're working until. Uh, the middle of April to send your money to people who never give a shit or just want to kill us. Like you say, Ant, um, why don't we just, you know, stop paying people who hate us? To stop pay sending to... money to foreign countries and let them hate us for free. Right. There you go. Okay. That's my quote I made up many, 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 many that's years right. ago. Let them fucking hate us for free. Enough already. You know, Hawaii, the people, Maui, they got $700 a person. Yeah, that's great because they just lost everything. But, Oprah's uh, asking, you know. Oprah and The Rock, Dwayne Johnson, are asking everybody to donate money to Oprah's not-for-profit, and <laughs> the money's going to be distributed. Not one person <laughs> not one person has gotten a check from Oprah's fund yet, yeah. but the director of Oprah's uh, you know, not-for-profit makes $600,000 a year. Not for nothing, but the, the chancellor of New York City schools makes $600,000 a year. They send a letter to the school teachers that are making seventy, eighty, ninety thousand dollars $90,000 a year, buy pencils and, and pads for the illegals. Yeah, right. With your money. With your money. Because we can't afford it. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> okay? You, it's, all, it's all backwards. Listen to this. You know, Austin is the most liberal city in the, in, in the state of Texas, right? Right. So they're short-staffed with police because of the defund the police thing and everything. Nobody wants to be a cop because you got rid of qualified immunity, you know, because cops aren't protected by the union or insurance or anything anymore. So no one wants to be a cop anymore, right? So... Remember in like uh, in New York during the parade, we don't want you guys, you know, shooting each other during the parade, yeah, please. Right. And in Chicago, the alderman said no shootouts from 9 a.m. till 9 p.m., please. You on murder. The Austin police are urging robbery victims not to call 911 because of a shortage of police officers. <laughs> Okay, they want you to call three one one. You mail it in. They want only violent crimes or where somebody's hurt. Nine one one. Any other crime, call three one one, and they'll get to it when they get to it. So all the money you pay taxes for the for infrastructure and protection by your government, right? Because the role of a government is to protect its people, right? Now the government can't protect its people. Now right. I understand why all these Austinites are traveling on Route 10 into Alabama. 
Mm-hmm. Oh, mm-hmm. Okay, so, yeah, well, they created that. Yes, they did. Get rid of the police. Yes, Get rid of the did. police. We don't need the police. Uh, I just saw, I think, uh, a councilwoman in, in California who called for defunding the police was just violently yeah. carjacked. She split, they split her head open. <laughs> I heard that. And, and now she's calling that, that they should be penalized to the full penalty of the law and this and that. Really? Uh. Really? Really? Yeah, it's amazing. Really? <laughs> oh, okay. I'm sorry. I hate to laugh at that. But. So, so here's another one. California just passed Senate Bill S-553, and it's on Gavin Newsom's desk to be signed now. You know what S-553 is? If you stop a criminal, like from shoplifting or something, you will be prosecuted. What? Yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah. So shoplifters can come in a store and grab whatever they want. And small business owners are not allowed to stop them, like, you know, violently or anything. Just grab them or whatever. You will be charged and you can be fined and you can go to prison by getting in the way. Look at anybody wants to look it up. It's Senate Bill 553 in California. Oh Senate God. Bill 553, all right? Oh, I have to look this up. This is Yeah, it's uh it's 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 really really good. It's uh it's designed to protect non-security workers from being confronted by shoplifters and requires retail employees to undergo training on how to respond to situations. We have to learn how to respond. And again, instead of addressing the criminals, we are going to re-educate the victims to be bigger victims like they do in Britain. Exactly. Exactly. It is so backwards. Gavin Newsom wants to bring this to all 50 states, by the way. You know that. Oh, that's great. You know, yeah. yeah him and Murphy, sure. they all get along. Oh, wait, but they're protected 24 mm. 7. And they don't have to run a business. Mm-hmm. Well, they never mm-hmm. had a job. So. You want you want to hear how to touch the left is now the disclaimer. This was canceled because of the media attention that it got. All right. A Chicago suburb was holding a poverty simulation event. A what? Wait, you ready for this? The city of Highland Park, which is which is a rich city, by yeah, the way. Highland all Park the is, all the car yeah. manufacturers used to live there at one time. Yeah. Gross Point and Highland Park. Okay. The city of Highland Park is ha- is partnering with the Alliance of Human Services, Family Focus, and Highland Park Community Foundation to host a poverty simulation event to increase residents' understanding and awareness of what it is like to live in poverty in Chicago. The simulation, you ready for this, will be held Saturday from blah, blah, blah at the Highland Park Country Club. (laughs) That's perfect. Excuse me, Mumsy, (laughs) pass the canapes. Would you pass the cucumber sandwiches, please? Oh, so this is how the unwashed masses live. I seem to have dropped my monocle in the the gazpacho. (laughs) A monocle? They were going to take rich people and show people they were going to pretend to be poor. Pretend to be poor for a for couple three of hours. hours. Yeah. yeah, three hours. We're going to pretend to be poor. Okay. You mean I have to drink beef eater? <laughs> I only drink top shelf alcohol. What is this ripple you speak of? What is this MD 2020 mad dog? Night train. That's so. This is what it's like to be poor. Your drink comes with sans umbrella. (laughs) (laughs) 
perfect. No umbrella in my drink. No oh, it sucks to be poor. <laughs> How do these people do it? <laughs> <laughs> there was so much criticism and outcry. They canceled it. Oh. A poverty, poverty simulation so event. Typical. I picture it as, you know what they should do? They should do it with like a large Monopoly board. And this is all of us that we live on Park Avenue Boardwalk. Okay? And you live over there on Atlantic Ave. You know, the yellow and the orange houses on Monopoly. It's perfect. Oh, my God. Uh, A poverty city. They're so out of touch. How about instead of that seminar, how about everybody kicking in a $1,000 donation and giving it to a soup kitchen? How about about never? (laughs) They never give any money. It's like Oprah. She's, she comes on with The Rock. The, both of them are worth fortunes, right? Yeah. How, what's the check that they wrote? You they know? didn't write a check. They <laughs> said they were pledging $10 million, but they weren't. They, they, it was a farce. And $10 million, she spends more on shoes. Yeah, it was a big farce. They, they don't give a shit. She's waiting because people aren't going to get the insurance money because everybody's underinsured. Right. She's going to buy more property. She owns 2,200 acres in Maui already. Yep. Her, Bezos, uh, Zucker yep. Douche, they're all, they're all hovering around right now. They can't wait. They'll make it another pedophile island like Epstein Island. <laughs> right, exactly. You, you know what I mean? That's, a, that's what it'll be. They'll have young kids in loincloths oiled <laughs> walking around the whole island. <laughs> they're, just, they're all disgusting. They are all disgusting. Uh, absolutely. <laughs> uh, meanwhile, meanwhile, also, NBC is just alerting us all. That there's a police officer, short, officer shortage across the country. No. And they're in shock by it. Oh, they're in shock. Yeah. Remember mostly peaceful protests? Yeah, I remember As the cities those. were burning down? Yes, Police sir. officers killed, didn't get to go home to their families. Listen, is there bad cops? Of course there's bad cops. There's bad everywhere. But most cops just want to go home safe at night. They want to do their job and uphold right. the law, and they can't do it anymore. So now all of a sudden, since 2020, you know, the whole George Floyd thing, Black Lives Matter, defund the police, and the, the, the coronavirus thing, we have a police hiring crisis. Cops, they can't fire cops, Jeez, especially surprise, in, in, surprise. in big cities and stuff. So who could have anticipated no, something like never, this happening? You never could have seen that coming. You know what I mean? Why would anybody want to take a job today that the masses have been conditioned to hate those people exactly. and not trust those people? Right. So why would you even want to take that job? Why would you want to take that job knowing you don't have qualified immunity? Like if you're NYPD or right. Austin police or whatever. Right. Why would you take it knowing that you have no coverage, that your union's not going to back you up, management is not going to back you up, the political class is not going to back you up? Why would you take this job? They will all throw you under the bus for their own gain. Right. So NBC is shocked that this is happening. Of course they Meanwhile, are. these NBC people, they have to walk to work every day, Right. And eventually, they're all going to start getting their heads broken open with two-by-fours and pipes and stuff. And your, the pendulum is going to swing the other way. But you know what? It's pretty much too late. Only us people that are allowed to carry a little bit, sometimes, if the masters will allow us to carry. Please, my lord, may I carry a gun to protect myself? No, you may not. Okay? Governor Doucheface Murphy, right? They're all protected 24-7 by their security details. 
and they're telling us that we can't protect ourselves and our family. But that's all right. It's all coming to a head. There's major, major lawsuits coming. The Fifth Circuit just ruled. They spanked Biden again. They let it stay that that, that the social media companies and uh, the Biden administration colluded during coronavirus to uh, during COVID. They, they colluded to change the narrative, uh, you know, think, speak and thought speech and everything right out of 1984. So this case is going to go to the Supreme Court. Again, the Biden administration was ordered not to have any interaction with the social media companies. Do you know, like 80 percent of the top level employees at the social media companies are all ex-CIA, FBI, DOJ, DEA and Washington insiders? They're all one and the same, just like the media. Oh, you mean just as all the top executives and researchers at Big Pharma have somehow or other either worked for the FDA or other regulatory bodies throughout the world? Incredible, like isn't that? it? How did that happen? <laughs> how, how, how did that happen? How did that happen? So, yeah, this is, this is where we're at right now. Have you heard about Liberty Safe, Sandy? I have heard about Liberty Safe. <clears throat> Who yeah. would have known that a digital safe, when they ship it to you, has a built-in backdoor number, and Liberty Safe has the serial number of your safe and that backdoor number? Yeah. So they get a, a, a subpoena from the DOJ, and they give them the backdoor number. They shouldn't have a backdoor number. When I bought my Champion Safe, Sandy, I was given a default code that it was on a sticker on the front of the safe and it was in the uh, owner's manual. And that's the code I used to familiarize myself with the safe. Then I went through the directions and I put my own code in. And once I was confident my own code opened the safe like five times, I followed the directions to delete the number that the factory came with. And the number that the factory came with was one, two, three, four, five, six pound. <sighs> so it was easy to remember. Yeah. And I deleted that code after I was confident my code worked, right? Because, you know, you don't want to have to call a locksmith in. Right, sure. Now, I contacted Champion State Safe, and they told me that they do not have a database of backdoor combinations, that they give each model safe a default code for the homeowner to take, the end user to take, and then ultimately change it. So I'm going to cover it with that. So for anybody out there who has a Liberty Safe, go on your computer and print out in a Word document, this safe contains the Epstein Black Book, the Kennedy <laughs> Files, and the Biden Family Connections, and tape it to the front of your safe, and I guarantee totally you fine. no government agency will be able to open that safe. And a copy of Hunter Biden's laptop um, yes drive. you can you can get that you can download it online you can put it on a pen drive it's out there in the in the in the hemisphere really the, uh, yeah oh yeah you can get the whole the whole laptop uh is online you no can access shit. it oh right. yeah photos and everything a couple of places keep posting it and it keeps getting knocked down but yeah so uh, uh it's it's incorrigible what liberty safe did their response to the doj should be we don't have codes you have to get a locksmith okay my champion safe tells me that if you remove the code that it came with and you lose your code, you have to hire a licensed, competent locksmith to get into one of our safes. And the only way they can get in is to cut their way in, right? I, I don't even know. I, I don't know uh, at that point. But, uh, but that's my, my safe, it's easy. It's the same combination as my luggage in the air. It's one, two, three, four. This way I don't forget. Yeah, that's good.
Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's 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 the only way to do it. So uh, listen to this, Sandy, getting to New Jersey. Th- listen to how the media, NJ.com, writes this, okay, because it did not involve a licensed concealed carry permit holder. Shot fired during struggle over gun between warehouse employees, police say. <laughs> So the warehouse it was at was an Amazon warehouse. Of course. I did a Google map search to find out where it was. The Google warehouse is not mentioned anywhere in the article because they want to keep Google out of it. So listen to this. A workplace dispute in Gloucester County on Sunday afternoon ended with a gunshot and an employee handcuffs charged with attempted murder. The 3.30 p.m. incident occurred at the laser ship slash on-track warehouse on Crossroads Boulevard. That's uh, Amazon's shipping arm. The two employees got into a physical fight, later identified as Sahir Mohammed McMillan, 21, pulled a gun from his clothing and tried to shoot his co-worker, Logan Police Chief said. Another employee came to the victim's aid and they tried to wrestle the gun from Mohammed McMillan. During the struggle, the gun went off. Officers arrived. Sandy, the, the facility is 327,000 square feet. Pretty the big Amazon place. Center. Yeah. yeah. We, they were given a description of the gunman, and they arrested the suspect without incident, okay? Mohammed McMillan of Chester, Pennsylvania, is charged with attempted murder, terroristic threats, and firearm possession charges, including possession of hollow-point bullets. He will be sent to the Salem County Jail uh, awaiting court hearings. McMillan did not have a New Jersey concealed carry permit. They had to add that in there, okay? <laughs> now, could you imagine if he had a New Jersey carry permit? Oh, my God. Shooting at Amazon factory in New Jersey yep. by concealed carry permit holder, carrying illegal at his workplace, blah, 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 blah. Yeah, front right? page. This was, just, this was just a little blurb that I had to find from my news aggregator. It was not on the cover of NJ.com or anything because it didn't fit its, their narrative. That's why I implore all of you to make sure you're safe. And make sure you see them. You know, Sandy, remember last week I shamed somebody for wearing a uh, a, a thin polo shirt, skin tight, and you yeah, can see the imprint yeah. of their gun? Tony came to me, uh, Urena, director of training, and said he could even tell, he could tell what model gun it was and what hollow sun they were using mounted to it. That's how tight their <laughs> shirt was. Shit. Yeah. Rich, Rich Naiman thought I was talking about him, but I, I never saw, I never saw Rich Naiman, uh, you know, because he had a shirt, he said that was ripped or something, and he realized it and he changed it. No, no, this guy was wearing like a teal green shirt that was two times too small, and he was carrying SOB. And basically, you can almost see the serial numbers in the right light uh, on his gun. This is not a good way to carry, ladies and gentlemen. Okay? It's not a good way for us to carry. So please be careful out there. Are we almost at the halfway point, Sanson? We are there. Oh, my God. That's good because I feel like uh, taking a 30-second break. All right. Here we go. You ready? Yep. If you live in New York, you need NYTAC. D-E-F-E-N-S-C dot com. M-Y-T-A-C-Defense dot com. Use one word, gun for hire, for a 15% discount off the monthly membership. Very, very important if you live anywhere in New York. This is a legal defense fund headed by the Peter Tillum Law Offices. 49 other states. U.S. Law Shield. U.S. Law Shield dot com. Use gun for hire, one word, as your code. Again, a legal defense fund. You have to have it. I have it. It covers every weapon, including knives and me registered fisticuffs. (laughs) Decoding firearms by John Petrolino is available here, online, Kindle, Amazon, and, of course, at uh, Monmouth County, uh, excuse me, Aberdeen Firearms in Monmouth County. 
StandStrong.biz, we've broken 400 businesses, products, and services, okay? My doctor is Optimal Health Wellness NJ, Optimal Health Wellness NJ, Dr. Joseph Sambatero. For a few hundred dollars a month, you can have concierge medicine. Dr. Joe referred me to a doctor to do my five-year colonoscopy. As I was coming out of the appointment, another Gun for Hire alumni was in the waiting room who also has a... Uh, optimal health and wellness and we shook hands and chatted for a bit due to hipaa guidelines dr joe can't tell me who's obviously his patients but it was pretty cool to see those supporting us who support you lake island rifle and pistol club in carteret new jersey is looking for junior rifle members 12 to 18 years old to learn firearm safety and compete in small bar and air rifle competition lakeis.org Zen Float Center is 219 Park Avenue South, zenfloatcenter.com. Ask for Sharon Decker. <clears throat> the Friends of the NRA dinner is fast approaching. It'll be October 5th at Biagio's. Go to friendsofnra.org and buy your tickets, uh, please. Make sure you go on to news, number two, letter A.com. Vlad is a contributor there, one of my uh, chief instructors here. And follow them on Twitter and Facebook and online and get their email alerts, please. If you need updates on carry permits and JCCW permit, you got to go to gunforhire.com and we have the current updates. Make sure you listen to the Varsity Firearms podcast by John Valenti, another Gun for Hire um, alumni. Excuse me. Uh, we have another fundraiser coming up for Assemblyman uh, Robert Auth, and uh, it's online right now and it's called Bullets and Bagels. And it's the second one we've done, and it's going to be September 26th from 10 a.m. 12 noon, two hours. We're going to have food, and you get to shoot a ton of stuff. And go to gunforhire.com forward slash auth, A-U-T-H. Uh, Justin Marquetta uh, from, in his law firm, they're uh, underwriting it, making a donation. Gun for Hire is underwriting it by paying for the whole thing. We're paying for the breakfast. I'm paying for the people. I'm paying for the ammo, the guns, the supplies, everything. That's my contribution because he's as solid as they come in supporting those who support you. If you don't believe it, the NRA Political Victory Fund, uh, which gets a lot of input from me, Darren Goins, Scott Bach, et cetera, et cetera, just came out with uh, the report card. And I just want to go over a few. The Senate race this year, Mike Testa, A, that's District 1. District 3, Trucker Edward Durr, A+. plus. God bless. Senate District 4, Christopher Del Boro. AQ, only because it's his first year. He answered the questionnaire, but he hasn't been in political office yet, so he gets the Q next to it because he hasn't proven his track record based on his questions yet. Senate District 9, Common Carmen Amato, AQ as well. Senate District 13, my man Declan O'Scanlan, A. He's the incumbent, by the way. Scrolling down, a lot of Fs, a lot of question marks here. Uh, Doug Steinhardt. I love Doug Steinhardt. Support those who support you. District 23, Doug got an A. Denise King got an F that's running against him. Let's go up to Sussex County. District 24, Parker Space, A+. District 25, Gun for Hire customer as well as Parker Space. They both qualified here for their carry permits. Anthony Bucco, A. Oh, wait, Joseph Panaccio, District 26, qualified here for his carry permit as well. He got an A. Boy, they all come here to qualify. Isn't that interesting? District 30, Robert Singer, A. I'm still scrolling down. I'm looking for those reds. District 40, I love her. Kristen Corrado, incumbent. 
she got an A as well. Let me tell you something. We should be very, very proud of these assembly mem- uh, uh, Senate members. Now I'm going to go through the assembly real quick. District 1, Antoine McClellan is the incumbent, got an A. Eric Simonson got an A. Uh, District 3, Bethann Patrick and Thomas Tedesco both got A's. District 4, um, Amanda Esposito, Matthew Walker both got A's. Uh, District 9, Brian Rumpf and Gregory Meyer both got A's. District 9, Gregory McGuckin and Paul Canitra both got A's. Uh, District 12, Robert Clifton and Alex Saucky both got A's. Oh, oh, here's one of uh, great warriors for us right here. District 13, Victoria Flynn spoke up for us during the whole carry bill thing. And uh, Gerard Scharfenberger, both of them A-rated. They're both incumbents. We need them to maintain these seats. Auth is helping us out with early voting and everything. District 23, John DeMeo, Eric Peterson, both A's. District 24, one of my favorites, Dawn Fantasia and Michael Ignamorth, both got A, Sussex County. District 12, Christian Barranco. Christian Barranco took lessons with me in Gun for Hire in Belleville a thousand years ago. A. District 26, Brian Bergen and Jay Weber both got A's. We know about those guys. We know about Bergen. He called uh, Danielson an asshole or something, remember? He gets my vote by default (laughs) if I can vote for him. District 30, Sean King and Edward Thompson both got A's. Rolling down, getting closer to my neighborhood, Sandy. District 39, A-rated, Robert Auth, incumbent, and John Azaridi uh, is a candidate. He got an AQ first time. And then we have District 40, Christopher DePhillips and Al Barless both got A's. So it's important. It's NRA, PVF. Dot org nrapvf.org go on it and look at it and support those who support you these are the people that we need leading our state because i know that it's going to be a tough year that's one of the reasons why murphy doesn't want to welcome any of the illegal overflow he's saying we're we're full in new jersey but him and adams two three years ago kept saying we're sanctuary cities we're sanctuary states we want them all but now all of a sudden they're worried about optics, election, polling. They don't want them here, all right? I think they should all go to Murphy, Bon Jovi, and Springsteen's neighborhood, to yeah, be quite absolutely. honest with sure. you. Yep. They're the ones that want them. They all have big houses with lots and lots of property. Yes, I do. would donate some tents or yurts or something yeah, to put yeah. on their property. I'll pay for porta potties. Yeah. Okay, I will pay for porta potties. Put them on the the governor's mansion, Murphy's house, Bon Jovi's house, Springsteen's house, and all the rest of them. I will pay for it. Absolutely, Springsteen was a former neighbor of mine. He's got a See nice piece mean? of property there. That's what I'm talking about. So listen to this uh, training classes, real quick, because I don't want to forget. Starting November fifth and November twelfth, the two day class. Dan Schmutter, pay attention. Gun for hire is. Offering the Maryland and Washington, D.C. non-resident carry course. You can go on our website and check it out. It's going to be uh, it's a two-day course, 16 hours. It's Maryland and Washington, D.C. carry course. So uh, I'm sure the first class is going to sell out fast, so you want to get on it. September will be over before you know it. Uh, of course, we have full length of classes and we have all kinds of uh, stuff going on. I wanted to talk about the Fun League. The 22 uh, Fun Gun League starts back Tuesday, September 26th to November 21st. You shoot 30 rounds of ammo, 
At each match, we provide the rifles, ammo, ionier protection, and targets. Your target is brought in and scored, and that's it. At the end of the matches, we will have an award ceremony, drawings, and prizes for the several categories, including the top shot winners, fun for the whole family, and a great way to introduce your children to consistent shooting. It's a whopping $150 for all nine weeks. Everything is included, including the food and beverages for the party on the last week. So... You, sh- you should get there. You know, uh, Friday night I'm walking past the uh, range three and a bunch of people are waiting for the requalification. And a gentleman around my age got up and shook my hand and goes, thank you for everything you do. And uh, thank you for, you know, letting us requalify for free while we're going through this transition period with the state. And uh, thank you. I didn't catch your name. I was in the middle of some stuff. But I really appreciate the uh, the support from everybody. Not a day goes by that someone doesn't thank me for uh, everything we do, Sandy, uh, with the radio show, with activism, you know, the NRA board seat, the ANJRPC board seat, and just general activism and education. And it, it means a lot. Sometimes I, I forget, but but it's nice. Uh, last Sunday, uh, you know, I'm a normal person too sometimes. Last Sunday I go to ShopRite, and I park my car, and it's an SUV, and I put it in park, and... Uh, I open the rear hatch for the SUV because I have to reach in to get my bags because we're not allowed to have plastic bags in New Jersey, right? (laughs) And I reach in to get my bags, and when I come back out, as my head goes fully straight upright, to my right, I hear a voice. He goes, hey, can I ask you a question about the carry? When I tell you, he scared the shit out of me. Oh, man. Okay? I didn't know it. He was parked next to me. He saw me pull in. So when I stuck my head in, he was standing next to me. Sandy scared the shit out of me. I can just imagine. Okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And then two hours later, Tracy and I went to a food truck festival in Clifton. Food truck and music and stuff to make money for, for animals, for dogs. And some creeper, you know who you are, sends an email to me and says, oh, uh, at a food truck festival, but it's not eating anything. Creeper. Okay? (laughs) Creeper. I was in plain clothes, too. But I do. I want to thank everybody for the support and keep it up. Continue to support those who support you. You live far away? Support to the Second Amendment group, CNJFO, NJ2AS, SAF, FPC, ANJRPC, NRA. Please support the, the, the groups go on standstrong.biz and buy business products and services lawyers doctors accountants whatever keep it in the family that's how you can support me if you can't come to the range and shoot here okay before you spend your money in any business ask them what they're doing for 2a activism in your state from the tip of southern new jersey to the top of northern new jersey right across the entire state make sure that those businesses are donating. Make sure that those businesses are involved in the activism because if not, then they're just taking your money and they're part of the problem. So I have spoken. Okay, what else did I want to talk about here? I got some letters I want to hit next. Let me see. Tony and Anthony. That Tony Arena, right? Guys, I just want to reach out to both of you and tell you what an awesome class holster drill was. The professionalism and knowledge of both instructors, that would be Vlad and Wayne, I think, was amazing. The class and drills were challenging but rewarding. The class should be taken by all carry holders, and I'll definitely be taking Urban Pistol 1 soon. Thanks again, uh, Dave Pasqualino. Uh, Hey, Anthony. um, uh, My website isn't up yet, but I wanted to give you my Facebook page is at least. And, and again, thank you so much for all your support. I really can't thank you enough. It's Jess, J-E-S-S-D, 
for Vernon Town Council. Just D for Vernon Town Council. She came in the other day, and I gave her a copy of Roshana's book, which I think is really, really cool. So Don DeCase, who's going to be teaching the Maryland, I believe, and D.C. classes here. Tony handles that. Listen to this. You see how New Jersey, they keep screwing us over with all of these different carry things, right? Yeah. Well, this is what Maryland issued. On September 5th, 2023, the Maryland State Police, in consultation with the AG, released a new course curriculum for instructors to follow when teaching the Maryland carry class. This outlines all the course objectives to be covered as well as what laws are required to be discussed. As we know, Maryland requires 16 hours of classroom instruction and then a live fire qualification in order to be able to apply for a carry. The new requirements are effective as October 1st, 2023. All prior instruction is grandfathered. Imagine if New Jersey did that and just said, oh, you guys are grandfathered in. No, no, you have to go back and requalify. We're not going to tell the 565 police departments how to handle it. We're not going to tell the state police barracks how to handle it. And we're just going to create confusion. That's how we roll in New Jersey because they hate us. Jim Howard sent an email in. He said he was listening to our learning segment last week, Sandy, about practicing carrying a gun at home. And he said blue guns are also a great opportunity. You know, you can buy blue guns, Amazon, you can buy them online, everywhere. Chances are you can get a blue gun that's very similar to your gun. Yeah. It's a great way for you to carry. It's a great way for you to carry in a house and practicing drawing and reholstering. Here's the only thing I want to implore on you. <clears throat> the NRA, uh, with the basic courses and stuff, they hate blue guns. And the reason we do is because people tend to treat them like a toy. If you're going to introduce a blue gun for home training, if you're going to introduce a blue gun for classroom training, when you take that gun out, you announce to everyone that this is a simulation of a real gun and it will be treated as a real gun. You will not cross anybody with the muzzle of that gun. You will not have the finger on the trigger unless you're simulating squeezing the trigger during the course of firing that gun. The NRA has taken instructors' credentials away from them because they've gotten videos of instructors twirling, Blue man guns on their fingers, you know, using them as a pointer in a classroom Ugh. while teaching. You, you, If you take a blue gun out, just like a toy gun, like you would teach your kids or grandchildren, that gun should be treated like a real gun. So anybody out there who buys a blue gun uh, to practice holster draw or whatever, you should always make sure you treat it like it's a real gun. You should not play around with it. Please, please, please. John Petrolino. He says, Aunt, he traveled, he just traveled a lot with his family. He went down the Wally world and everything. And he says, two things I've noticed re recently. Number one, a lot of public restrooms now put the bag hook in the middle of the restroom doors on the inside of the stall, making it much harder or impossible to reach. Yeah, I've noticed that too. I think it has to do with, John, I think it has to do with ADA guidelines. You know, back in the day, they yeah. put the hook on the door all the way on the top of the door. Right. And then, like, Danny DeVito wouldn't be able to hang his uh, Merce <laughs> right. from there right. if he was going out to eat or something. So they brought it down. I think there's a the, – if anybody out there who does engineering or, or building inspector or anything, they probably there's probably a guideline. I don't know if it's a national, but I'd love to know what a state guideline is for a hook on the back of a door. Yes, so that's one way. But now if you hang your gun on that hook – Make sure it doesn't protrude from the bottom of the door. 
so that someone can see what's hanging. Right. Okay. So that's just something to be careful with. And then another observation John makes is that many hotels are putting the exit signs by staircases also at the bottom of the doors. Uh, hope to pump out an update on Tom's River situation. Okay, but yeah, well, the reason they're putting on the bottoms of doors, I asked the fire inspector here, is because smoke, uh, you know, is smoke is inhalation, and they, you know they tell people to get to the floor and crawl out of a building is if there's excessive smoke. Well, the smoke is rising, right? So they say there's the air is clearer closer to the bottom of the floor, Sandy. Yeah. So they found it's better to have the reflective exit signs on the bottoms of the doors as well as the top of the doors. It's just a great learning thing, yeah. right? Yeah. That if you're on the ground, you can see them. I want to thank my team. They had another civics uh, class, uh, uh, you know, uh, preparation. And uh, Trevor Frigno's wife had a baby, and literally he left the delivery room, and he came in to be in the meeting uh, with Roshana and Justin and uh, Gary Mastrangelo. And uh, obviously Phoebe was there. I was there for a little bit. I wasn't feeling well because I had my cheek, my jaw, and uh, my jawbone dug out um, the day before by Dr. Renucci so he could send it out for testing. And I, I just wasn't feeling myself. I wasn't sleeping good. I had that the telltale heart beating in my jaw for two days. <laughs> so I only stayed a little bit. I ordered food for them, and uh, they had a good meeting. And uh, Phoebe gave me a short synopsis. Gary gave me a short synopsis. But they're coming up with a name for it. They're coming up with a EIN designation and a not-for-profit not for profit association. And it's going to be epic. And I can't be prouder of the people in the in the two A community for for doing this, you know, this was uh, something I had an idea, and it's not my wheelhouse, obviously, but I will promote it, I will host it, I will subsidize it, I will support it, whatever is needed. Uh, but it's launching soon, and you know, some things take time, so you have to wait for it. But I couldn't be prouder. And uh, Justin, uh, Justin Trevor Frigno and his wife gave birth to this beautiful uh, baby girl. And uh, I'm not going to call him selfish this week, finally. First time in a long time I'm not going <laughs> to call him selfish, which is, which is really nice. Uh, but, yeah, I, um, you know, Richie's having surgery Wednesday, and I had to cancel my pedicure, manicure appointment, so I'm going to call him selfish. <laughs> because I How can. dare him have surgery. Yeah. You know, uh, you're looking really what, what's going on in this country. And, uh, you know, Sandy, you're the one cloward and piven, and you're always saying that the pendulum swings, you know, uh, both ways. Uh, are you still feeling that way, Sandy? Because I'm so down in the dumps right now. Well, see, here's the thing is we're at the zenith of the we generation, right? And this is the, if you look back in time, you can search it back in history. Every time you're at the zenith of the we generation, you have, you have exactly what we have right now. Um, the collective, the socialist, the communist, um, drive the the rugged individualism that built this country is uh persona non grata right and you're at the top what happens when you get at the top is always marked by extreme violence and typically uh, some sort of a uh, um you know um, revolt uh, uh, where it's armed insurrection not like like a real insurrection, not like fake insurrections, you know, uh, and and complete breakdown of society. And uh, it was during that point in time where Rome fell, 
it uh, you can go back that far and still see the same thing that happens and you do get disheartened but the good part about it is the generations being born today are the ones that are going to save us from ourselves yeah you know uh just 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 think about this uh, i Oh, oh, good news. Uh, my, my buddy Donovan Sharper. Donovan Sharper, I received my permit yesterday. Took a month and a couple days. I came in yesterday and bought a Glock 45. Wasn't wasting any time. Donovan, I am so sorry. I missed you. Thank you. I did uh, I did nudge Union a little bit. I have some friends there. Oh, by the way, Sandy, another real quick announcement. Newark PD has been increasing the rate of their... Uh, of their uh, pistol permits and FID cards now. It uh, it doesn't have anything to do with the chief being a customer here and buying guns and me having a couple of sit-downs with him. Ladies and gentlemen, it has nothing to do with any of that. You know, I'm sure everybody out there, else out there in in the gun industry is doing the same thing I'm doing, but it has nothing to do with Chief Miranda. Uh, and uh, maybe some talks and everything. But Alavai, thank you. Congratulations. Whatever. Uh, thank, thank, thank that we're up on it. But so, all right. So you're saying to kids today, I just listen to what we've been attacking. All right. We're attacking, attacking in this country processes, laws, customs, institutions, the Senate filibuster, uh, the, electric, the Electoral College, the nine justice Supreme Court, Election Day, voter IDs. OK, I mean, impeach the president 27 times. Our southern border is open. We have eight million illegals. Mayorkas should be sentenced to death by hanging, okay? All these illegals are coming in. No vaccines, no background checks, no green cards, okay? We're going to be dealing with the consequences of this for decades. Mexico is delighted, all right, that all of these people in the cartels are coming through. They're attacking our monetary process. They want to go with digital currency, facial ID. We're not going after fossil fuels anymore, right? Everything is about green and everything is about wind, giving all the business to China to build that stuff. Gas prices have doubled, okay? We, we screwed up. Prices the prices have doubled. We screwed up pulling out of Afghanistan. 13 innocent Americans died. This meathead president, this is the September 11th tribute. He's the first president in 22 years since September 11th, the first president that's not going to be at at one of the uh, terrorist attack sites giving a memorial. He's in Alaska. Okay? He's in Alaska. We're in a proxy war with the Ukraine. I mean, look look, what's going on. Look, you got to give him. Uh, you got to give him what's due. He doesn't know he's in Alaska. Correct, correct. I mean, look, look what else is going on. Women are allowed. Uh, men are allowed to compete in women's sports. Okay, we we have twenty seven genders or whatever. Okay, They're, we're not allowed to have free speech anymore. The American Civil Liberties Union is anti free speech. The Anti Defamation League is, is anti free speech. <laughs> Okay, it's unbelievable. Race relations are at the, the the worst they've been in fifty years in this country. Right? We were fine before Barack Obama. We were all fine before Barack Obama. We were getting along just fine. The FBI and DOJ they can do whatever they want. The ATF can do whatever they want. Okay, the influx of the illegals coming in it's like the, it's like the Roman Empire. <laughs> 
here. Yeah. They're doing it on purpose. Again, because the, the, the elites, the first tier, they're just making themselves more richer and more insulated for what they know they're planning and what is headed towards us. Yes, exactly. That's, right. that's yep. exactly yep. what they're doing. Yep. And we're all just going along with it. People can't afford to pay their bills, okay? And the president, he gets up on the podium all the time. I cut taxes. People are better where they are than they were four <laughs> years ago. No, they're not. No, the they're not. The economy is wonderful. Really. I hear complaints every Every day, the housing market, interest rates, people can't afford to buy homes. And then you have State Street and Black uh, BlackRock and Vanguard. These people with their DEI and all of this other equity and everything, they are killing this country. I do not understand how investors are not freaking out when you get a company like Disney that lost half its value because of all of this woke bullshit. And investors that own stock in those companies aren't pissed off about this. Because hey, it's how all about, about going back to making kids' score. movies? They don't care. It's all about the social score. That's where all banks, all lending, everything is going toward the social score. It has absolutely nothing to do with whether you're making money anymore. In a, mm. if, if this is a post-capitalist society right now. Don't you understand that? Yep. You yep. fool. You're yep. working. That's silly. What did Klaus... Uh, say from the World Economic Forum? Klaus Schwab. Klaus yeah. Schwab, yeah. You'll own nothing and like it. Yeah, yeah, you'll right? be happy. That's what he wants. You'll own yeah. nothing and be happy. By tw- you'll eat by bugs. By 2030, yep, that's right. You'll eat yes. bugs because we don't want cows to fart. Let's do a full circle here. All of you new people, there's books on tape, and there's definitely audio book for this, and you can get the regular book. If you haven't read it, or if you haven't read it since high school, Animal go Farm? read 1984. Oh, 1984. Go read right. Animal Farm. Read <laughs> yeah. both of them. All right. uh, if you really want to dig deep, then you can read. Uh, you can read Atlas Shrugged when you're ready for that. That takes a little more reading. And read anything by Cloward and Piven. Or anything Cass by Cloward Sunstein. and Piven. Yeah, yeah Cass yeah. Sunstein would be a good one too. But you know, we're we're living it. We we really are living it, and it's not the best thing ever you know what i mean and uh it's it's just bad for us in general but the elites they just keep building and building and building and we just keep paying for it and losing and losing and losing anybody want a perspective of this i talked about this uh uh uh, maybe 30 40 shows ago tracy needed something from one of these makeup places and it's in a strip mall and I didn't want to go inside. It was a nice day out. So I said, I'll hang out here. And I hang out. I hung out in front of, I don't know, it was a family dollar or one of those, right? And she was in that store for about 15 minutes. And I just watched the ebb and flow of people walking in and out of family dollar. And you want to see the faces of these people doing their food shopping in the family dollar. You know, young couples, yeah. old couples, mm-hmm. with kids, without kids, three kids, one kid, two kids with the shopping carts. And these people look broken. Yeah. yeah. You know what I mean? They 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 look broken walking in like, okay, it's Saturday morning and I'm going in here and I'm buying juice for my kids and I'm buying this and stuff, stuff that's close to the expiration date because it's, you know, 40, 50, 60, 70% cheaper than going to a regular grocery store because this is all I could afford to feed my family, yet we send billions to countries that hate us. Billions. We don't take care of our veterans. We don't take care of our seniors. We don't take care of our homeless. Look around all of America's cities. Now we got complaints. The U.S. Open, ha, it's in New York, right? I, I couldn't be happier. The U.S. Open, uh, all the competitors were complaining about the stink of weed. 
during their tennis <laughs> matches, okay? Because it's legalized in New York. You can't smoke a cigarette, right. but you could smoke a drink. Right, right. You can't on the boardwalk, the beach, and everything. On the beach. Yeah, but you, you can, can smoke weed on the boardwalk. Yeah, and we all it's know that great. pungent smell. Oh and if you God. don't like it, like I don't like it. The last time I walked the strip in Vegas, I was going to throw up. I've heard now New York City, which I won't go to Manhattan anymore, stinks from uptown to downtown to across the whole entire city, stinks of weed. Well, you all voted urine, for that. You know, urine. And urine, and you got to step over the hypodermic needles. Yeah. Ha ha. That's what you get. But it's funny because, you know, imagine all these elites fly in for the U.S. Open, right, in City Field, <laughs> and they all got to smell the weed smell. Too effing bad. That's what you wanted. That's what you have to deal with now. Murphy's all for that, too. You know that. And now they want to be legalizing hardcore drugs. Yeah. Oregon is thinking about rescinding that. Uh, Oregon, made, remember, remember they made, they made uh, all the hardcore drugs uh, legal. Now yeah. they're thinking about rescinding it because it's had, imagine it's had dire effects with overdoses Ooh, and people really? in rehab and theft and crime. I can't understand how that worked. Take a ride through Kensington in Philadelphia and see how it goes. Oh, I've seen the videos. I've seen the videos. Everybody's using that on their political platform this year. But you know what? Deep down, Sandy, no one cares other than those people's families. That's right. And the people that are living in that immediate area. And unfortunately, like in Seattle and stuff, most of those business owners that are suffering, they voted for this. They donated to those parties. Liberty Safe, Liberty Safe donated half a million dollars to Democratic causes and politicians. Liberty Safe. Yeah. Okay. Liberty Safe. Gun manufacturer, you know, gun safe manufacturer or wow. safe manufacturer. Yeah, yeah. They might as well just publish the backdoor codes on their website. <laughs> yeah, might as well. <laughs> For anybody to have. <laughs> or just give the file to the DOJ. Here you go. Have at it. Why not? Our banks do it. Wow. Bank of America, remember, after January 6th, after yeah. the uprising, mm-hmm. they gave the records to the DOJ yes, of everybody that used the banks and the, and the ATM machines and credit cards and yep. fast food places and, and uh, 7-Elevens and stuff in the entire, like, 30-mile radius of D.C. Yeah. So they knew everybody that was there. And they gave it to them without a subpoena. Yeah, yeah, they didn't need anything. Yeah, yeah. that's why Bank of America, if it was on fire, if a branch exactly. was on fire, wouldn't piss on it. Right, exactly right. Choose where you spend your money wisely. Standstrong.biz. That's the start. We have to balkanize. We have to support each other because they're all after us. And on that note, hopefully I'll have some news on carry and carry training next week. They're all killing me. (laughs) You have anything to say, Sandy? Well, just this. It looks like the clock on the wall says it all. You've wasted yet another perfectly good hour listening to Gun For Hire Radio. Gun for Hour Radio is a Catholic media production. The music used in this broadcast was managed by Cosmo Music, New York, New York. On behalf of our show host, master trainer Anthony Calandro, author of Crime Proof, Think Like a Criminal and Beat Them at Their Own Game, which, again, he forgot to mention, but mm. it's still on sale and wherever you get good books. And at the gun shop, bookshop, gun range known as Gun for Hire, where Anthony frequents from time to time when he's not globetrotting or having surgery of some And we love you guys. I want to say a very happy birthday to Dr. John Adine, one of our favorite pediatric surgeons. Doctors for Responsible Gun Ownership. Absolutely. We love you guys from the shadows of the New York City skyline and the beautiful Gulf Shores of Alabama. God willing, Jesus tarries in the batteries. Hold out. We will see you again 
next week. Bye.